Okay, my friends. Well, we are just about at Easter. It is just around the corner. And I love when people suggest stories to me and say, you've got to check this one out. Or they send us copies of books um, so that we can share them. If they mean something to you and you want us to share them, well, gosh darn it, would be happy to do that. So today's story is one that was highly recommended by um, some of our friends who said, we'll send you the book. And I said, okay. And so now we have it. And it's called The Lightlings. And it was written by R.C. Sproul. And the illustrations are by Justin Gerrard. And I was told, you've got to do it for Easter. And I'm going to see if you can figure out why. I think it might have to do with this, the, the brightness and the sunshine of the season of spring. What do you think? Looking at the cover, it's got some fairies or something. I don't know. Let's find out. Okay. Today's story is read by Mommy and... And an axolotl? Do you know what an axolotl is? It's a little creature that kind of looks a little bit like maybe um, a newt or something like that. It's kind of like a salamandery type looking creature. A mini dinosaur? Yeah, I'll look it up for you and show you a picture of it. They're pretty cute. They're actually really cute. So. They look like they do look like a Pokemon in a way, yeah. Okay, so today's story is The Lightlings. Here we go. One evening, in a house in a quiet neighborhood, a little boy was getting ready for bed. The boy's name was Charlie Cobb. As his mother was tucking him and she covered him with blankets to make him warm and cozy, she knelt by his bed and prayed with him. Then she stood over, leaned over, and kissed his forehead. Charlie looked up at her and said, Mommy, please don't forget to turn on the nightlight before you leave my room. Mrs. Cobb smiled at him and said, Don't worry, sweetheart. I'm, I'll be sure to turn it on the light and I won't leave you in the dark. Now, who, who does that remind me of? Can you think of someone who doesn't like to be in the dark? Yeah. Well, axolotls don't mind the dark, I guess, huh? But my little boy, Philip, doesn't, doesn't like it. Okay, so Charlie's mother gave him one last kiss, finished tucking him in, and turned on the nightlight next to his bed. Just as she was ready to leave, Charlie said, Mommy, why am I afraid of the dark? And she said, That's a hard question to answer, Charlie. I think we're going to have to save that question for Grandpa. He's coming to dinner tomorrow. You can ask him then. All right, Mommy, Charlie said. I'll wait until tomorrow and ask Grandpa about it. The next day, just as Charlie's mother had promised, Grandpa came to dinner. Before they moved to the table, Charlie went and sat on Grandpa's knee and said, Grandpa, may I ask you a question that's really bothering me? Grandpa smiled and said, Of course, Charlie. 
Tell me what you'd like to know. Charlie said, Grandpa, why am I afraid of the dark? And why do so many people I know seem to be afraid of the dark too? And Grandpa looked at Charlie and said, That's a very good question. But you know, not only are people afraid of the dark, but many people are afraid of the light. Afraid of the light, said Charlie. Oh, why would that be? Grandpa said, to understand that, I have to start at the beginning. In fact, at the very beginning. Charlie loved it when Grandpa told him stories, so he curled up next to Grandpa and waited for him to begin. Grandpa started his story the way he always did. Oh, I bet you I know how it starts. How do many good stories start? Yep. Once upon a time, there was a great king who was the king of light. He lived in the light. He made the light and his light was so perfect and so pure that he was called the king without a shadow. This king, this great king of light, made a group of people and he made them so that they could shine brightly, just as he did. And he called them his lightlings. And he set the lightlings in a beautiful garden that he prepared for them. And the garden was full of bright sunshine. And the sun bathed the garden every day and helped the flowers and the plants and the fruit to grow in great abundance. And the bright light of the sun helped keep everyone warm in the garden. And the lightlings loved it when the king came to visit them at the end of the day. In the picture, what do we see? The lightlings mm -hmm. are fairies. Yeah, it looks like the lightlings are fairies. And it looks like the light, maybe in the picture there's a huge, like, um, I don't know, what would you call it? It's like a ray of light. And it's kind of coming through a forest. And maybe the king is inside of it. Do you think? Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. But one day something terrible happened. The lightlings decided to do what they wanted to do instead of what their king commanded them to do. And so they disobeyed their king and sinned against him. And the very moment they sinned, their lights became dim. And they were filled with shame and great embarrassment. And they ran as fast as they could to get away from the king because they didn't want the king of light to see them. So they ran out of the garden and into the woods and they hid themselves in the darkness, in the darkest place they could find. And from then on, they were afraid of the light because they knew that where the light was, the king would be. And the king would see them in their shame. I know what that feels like. Have you ever done something where you thought, oh, I shouldn't have done this. And then all you want to do is run and hide. Yeah, I've done that. I don't like that feeling at all. And in the pictures, we can see them. Here go the fairies. And as they're walking away from the beautiful garden, they're getting darker and darker into the shadows. You see them? I see that. Yeah. 
After the lightlings left, the king began to remove his light from the garden. It soon became cold and covered with weeds and thorns and sticky briars. The lightlings moved further and further into the woods until they lived in a place that was almost completely covered in darkness. It was so dark, they had to grope around as if they were blind, feeling their way through the forest. Often they would trip and fall, scuffing their knees and bruising themselves. Oh, these poor fairies, they look so sad. It was awful living in the dreadful darkness all the time where the only light they ever saw was the barely lit shadows that danced in the forest. In fact, they couldn't tell the difference between night and day anymore. Then one night, or perhaps it was day, far off in the distance they saw a blinding light shining through the trees. They could see the light coming from miles and miles away and they were frightened by it. They thought the light meant that the king was coming to find them and punish them for their sins. So they, most of the lightnings began to stumble quickly away from the light. But some of the lightning children were so amazed by the light and curious about it that they decided to see where it was from where it was coming. And so they set off and they traveled for miles and miles. And it took them a long time. But as they moved, they saw the light shining brighter and brighter. And then look, in the pictures, we can see the fairies are moving along into the light. And they're leaving the darkness behind them. little snails and other little animals are and flowers and stuff you can see them in the pictures finally they came to a clearing in the forest and in the middle of the clearing they saw a father lightning and a mother lightning and a baby who was shining like the sun the blazing light seemed to be coming out of the baby himself the lightlings who saw it were shocked and surprised. And they asked the father lightling, who is this baby and where did he come from? And the father lightling said, he's not my son. He's the son of the king of light. And the king has given him to us as a special gift. He's been born for us. And when he grows up, he will be called the light of the world. And there will be no darkness strong enough to hide his light and no darkness deep enough to send his light away. So when they heard this, the lightning children knelt down at the baby's feet and began to worship him in fear and reverence. And when they stood up again, their own faces were shining. But the light that was shining in their faces was not coming from inside them. It was a reflection of the light coming out of the baby, like a mirror. Now the lightlings were now surrounded with the light of the child that they had visited. So they rushed back to their homes and their friends and their families as fast as their feet could carry them. And when they got home, they were still shining. And the other lightlings were frightened at the sight of them. And they asked, what happened to you? And so the little lightling children told their story. We saw a baby who was shining with light and he is the son of the king of light and the king has given us a child and he has given us his own son to be the light of the world well the lightnings noticed that already there was more light in the forest and now they could begin to see where they were going and they could walk without falling and they could run and they could play without bumping into trees or rocks or getting bruised 
Now, some still hid from the light, but others realized they didn't need to be afraid. Oh, like that guy's hiding from Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anymore. They saw that living in the light was much better than the darkness they were used to. And in the pictures, we do see the fairies. And the ones that are bright and glowing, they just seem so much happier than the ones that are living in the darkness. I can you show me I don't know if I can. I can show you a couple. You can see one, two. There's some there living in the darkness. I like the ones that are living in the light, though. Their brightness is really beautiful. In fact, I would say these fairies are probably some of the prettiest fairies I've ever seen. And I've seen a lot of fairies. Grandpa looked at Charlie and said, You see, Charlie... Did I skip a page? Wait a minute. No, I didn't. We're afraid of the dark because we're made to live in the light. But someday, all of us who love this son will live with him forever in heaven. And when we go to the dwelling place of the sun, who is now the light of the world, there will be no darkness at all. Not only that, there will be no moon. There will not even be any stars or a sun. There will be no lights, no lamps, no lanterns, not even any candles. And Charlie asked, How can it be light if there's no sun or lamps or candles? How can that be? And the grandfather replied, In the place where the king's son now lives, the light that shines forever still comes from him. He is the light in heaven, and all who come to his presence will never be in darkness again. Wow, Charlie said. That sure is a wonderful thing to look forward to. And Grandpa said, Charlie, let me make a suggestion. Every time you see the sun, the moon, or the stars, or you light a candle, or you turn on your nightlight, remember the story of the child, the king of light, brought into the darkness of this world. And remember that he gave us this baby as a present. As long as you remember that, you'll never, ever have to be afraid of darkness again. And that, my friends, is... The end.